Welcome back. Ah, plea bargains. Where do I even start? Let's try to start by getting the most important part established off the bat. We use these a lot. Like almost every case ends with a plea deal. We're talking 95 to 98% of cases are settled this way. So yes, for those of you doing the math on the other side of this, this means that only about two to maybe 5% of cases actually go to trial. And you're probably fairly versed in what a trial is. After all, that's what you see in, me in media as the norm. But what's a plea deal? It's basically a negotiation where the prosecutor offers up a lower sentence or less charges, possibly both, to a defendant to take the punishment now rather than use their constitutional rights and go to a trial. Because a trial is lengthy and takes a lot of resources from the DA's office to actually do. A plea is a lot faster. But is faster better? It certainly is more efficient, and in most cases, the defendant is factually and legally guilty, so I'll admit that efficiency might seem nice. However, this isn't always the case, and a trial was supposed to flush this out. But it also means the defendants aren't even using their constitutional rights that are afforded to them. Literally, to take a deal, you waive your Fifth Amendment right to not have to self-incriminate and your Sixth Amendment right to a jury trial and to confront witnesses against you. And that has to bring up some alarm, as we have these rights for a reason. Remember those conversations to start the term about the role of the Founding Fathers and thinking that these rights were so important? So are we comfortable with the power of the DA's office, because that's really who has the power here, to offer up lovely little deals on a platter to circumvent people using their rights. Clearly, the Supreme Court is relatively fine with it. Through numerous cases, they have upheld the constitutionality of plea bargaining. The only stipulations that they have set are that the pleas must be voluntary and that the defendant is made aware of the consequences of pleading guilty. However, both sides of this are up for some debate, as the voluntary nature of being asked whether or not you'd like something like, I don't know, four years of probation under a pretty decent plea deal versus up to 15 years of incarceration if you went to trial is questionable. The other issue is in what consequences we make known to offenders with their plea deals. Are they aware of what sentence they get? Yes, but are they aware of all the collateral consequences of incarceration pertaining to the rights and privileges that they'll give up? possibly even longer than their term of incarceration? Not usually. In speaking with multiple DAs over the last year, it's clear that they do not and are not required to do so in most instances either. So many offenders are then left to find out about these things well after they've taken these deals. So things like losing the right to vote, to jury service, to serving in public office, to employment and housing bans, etc. And to add to this, the voluntary and knowing portion of the plea deal is also problematic due to the fact that many suspects aren't all that educated in general and especially about their rights. So can they really give truly voluntary and knowing pleas? Again, it's up for debate. So hopefully this week has you thinking about the ethics of plea deals, if nothing else. All right, until next time.